Brady, if you're ready to go, I'm ready to go. Here we go in three, two, one. Hey there, guys. It's the Not A Competition Podcast with your hosts, Sean Brady and Mario Adamo. Brady, how's it going? Happy to be here on Thursday, September 8th. Football is back. Week one, my goodness, we made it. We have made it. How are you feeling? Wow. Absolute champions. Uh, we've survived. Well, we haven't, we haven't got to a game yet. There, you know, it's a long day. Either one of us could go down. Oh, my goodness. Knock on wood. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully both of us survive here until the end of, um, let's go with like 21.50. Let's give us a, a solid like that seems miserable. 170 years. That seems miserable. Like. You know, you say that, and it's like kind of a joke, though, about like let's make it to the season. But I remember last year around Christmas time, I was flying home from visiting my mom in South Carolina, and I flew Spirit, and it was very scary. It was like around the playoffs in fantasy. I remember Nick Chubb against the Packers. Like he could have gotten so much more, but he still did well. But I remember flying home on Spirit. Like there was a moment in that turbulence, I thought I was gonna die, and I was like, I can't believe I'm not gonna see myself like hoist this championship. But I did. So it worked. I like that. That's what is your thought. I think maybe you think of Angela, your beautiful fiance. Oh my god! No, no, he's like that trophy. The trophy. I need to see that trophy. Flag fly forever. Time. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I, that story could have gone so. If I didn't know that your mother was alive and doing well, I was like, I could have been like, where is this story going? <laughs> you know, I was flying home, my mom, and I'm like, oh god. <laughs> Shit. Well, um, that's it for this week. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, this is a downer episode. Um, so we got a few things to talk about before we get into what is our week one web wagers. Now, for those of you who did joining us for the first time this season, web wagers is something we do every week. Um, we basically have a long list. If you've been here the last couple episodes, you've heard some season-long wagers we've had against each other go down. As we fight with each other uh, every week on the podcast, more can be added to that seasonal list as we go. We also did our boys section earlier this year where we looked at players outside the top 10. Uh, we basically decided if they were our boys, which would mean that they're going to finish uh, stronger than their projected value. Um, so we picked three from each of the uh, four primary offensive positions, QB, running back, wide receiver, and tight end. If they finish 1 through 10, we get a point. If they finish 11 through 20, zero points because they finished about where they were going. And if they finish 20 plus, they were worse than projected. Um, so we would lose a point on that. So that's another part of our big web, web wager document here. And then... We round that document out with season standings where we picked who's going to finish in first in all the divisions and wildcard positions, who will have the most wins, as well as individual season ranks for all the fantasy positions, pre predicting who will be the number one in each position. Um, so that's kind of our, our what we've done so far with web wagers. Rest of the year, we're just riding weekly picks. So um, there's three categories for our weekly picks. We have our picks for that week at each fantasy position, otherwise known as simply picks. Um, and so we pick a QB, running back, wide receiver, tight end, defense, special teams, and a kicker. And if we use them in week one, the only stipulation is we can never use them again for the rest of the season. And they'll be going head-to-head -head against the other person's choice. So if I was to select Jalen Hurts and Mario was to select Russell Wilson and Wilson had 0.1 fantasy points more than Hertz that week, Mario gets a point. But neither of us can use those players again. I could still use Russell Wilson, he could still use Jalen Hurts, but I can't use the guy I selected. So that's a breakdown of our picks category. Um, our 5x5 five five category, basically we just look at the number 10 ranked player at each of those fantasy, same six positions. And we predict whether they're going to be within 1 through 5, 6 through 10, basically by 5-person uh, five increments where they're going to finish for that week. If they finish in our 5-rank uh, five increment, then we get a point for that week. Finally, we have our odds, which is where we look at the um, games for that week. 
against the and the spreads for that week, and we pick against the spreads to see um, where we think teams are going to finish. Any differences go in our odds category, and we can either earn a point uh, above our opponent or they will win that one. So that's generally what web wagers are, all tabulated by the end of the year. Usually I win. I say usually, but it, he's never won. Um, so like, there's what not is this? Is this year three? Option. Year two? This is our third year. Wow. Um, as of right now, Sean Brady two and zero so far. Um, but Mario always puts up a good fight, and we do also pair the web wagers with the league draft, which we did previously. If you want to catch that, go see that episode. But I believe. Um, I think I won league draft. No, maybe I Mario might have won. I won, won league, league draft at least last year. Last time, last time for sure. I don't know who won the first one, but I think it was like very. No, no. Did we have the first both. one? That's a good question. Or too. someone's gonna have to fact check it. But all that to say, those are. It was never on a podcast, so no one will ever know. No. <laughs> and I won't look it up. <laughs> so those are our weekly web wagers. Um, we're just going to link you to that every episode going forward because Brady just did a terrific job just breaking it down there. Um, I just can't wait. I mean, football is officially back. And before we get to yeah. our first section, which is which is the odds where we bet against the where we pick against the spread. Um, any like fantasy talk? Like you had more leagues. I actually had one more league where we're doing a slow draft, which is nice, but. Can I tell you, like, the, the bad thing about a slow draft is, like, over the weekend, I was having dinner with my fiancé's family. Um, it's my fiancé's birthday uh, yesterday on Wednesday, September 7th. Everybody wish her a happy birthday. Oh, it was, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but so, uh, so um, we're out to dinner, and we're just getting, like, it's my turn to pick, like, a couple times in this draft. And it's just, like, that's a tough look, but thank goodness he got the four hours. But slow drafts are weird. All that to say, slow drafts are weird. Um it's a PPR league, so I guess like this is. How is it concluded yet? No, it's not even done yet. We're on the last round, and somebody like the it like got broken on their turn, and they just didn't move. Their time ran out, and they didn't get like auto drafted. So we've just been sitting here for like three days in the final round of the draft. Um, <laughs> what's the uh, what's the time when you did it? Like, what was the time? Everybody had a half hour, an hour, four to hours. Get it going. Four hours. Four hours. And some people oh, took okay. the full the full four. And it's like you try to have guys queued up. At least I'm trying to learn the etiquette. So I've been having guys right, queued right. up. But then when it's your time on the clock, and I'm, I'm at eighth pick out of ten. So especially on my second pick out of the two, it's like – Not bad, not bad. If I don't reach for my guy, I'm not getting my guy. So it's a, it's a weird spot to be in. Like, for instance, I did reach on Jalen Hurts. Um, I took him in the sixth round. You know, he wasn't going to be there. Not too bad. I, th- I feel like, you know, depending on your draft, some, some drafts are a little QB heavy, so they like to go early on them. Yeah. I don't think that's terrible reach. I mean, you could get him in the 10th last year easily, but now I think the hype's been built up on him so much. It's like people are going for him. I'll say um, I have Zeke on this team. I got him in the fourth round instead of the third, like in your draft. Um, yeah. So full round of value there. And at the first two picks, I got Joe Mixon. Uh, one eight and Jamar Chase at two three. So people are giving me shit that I'm like, a, they think I'm a ban- a Bengals front runner. And it's like I kind of am, but but Jamar Chase this in the is second PPR? round. PPR. I can't believe Chase was Chase. It the went second of those two picks. Yeah, Justin Jefferson went in the first round. So wow. did Cup, and then Devonte Adams was taken at the horn. So wow. So we got Chase. Well, uh, I mean, like I'm I'm Chase is the one of the three I'm most worried about. Um, just because oh, cause you're, we he's got had stand. the least amount of time. He's got, I like Higgins a lot. And also like, he's a big play dependent, not dependent, but he airs big play more than he is like a possession guy. And the possession ones have a better floor. I feel like, um, like if everything goes wrong a season, they don't end up scoring touchdowns for some reason they're still going to get a lot of fantasy points. Whereas if he doesn't get those big plays, I'm a little more worried. But, um, wow, can't believe uh, he fell that late to you, though. That's great. And I have one more question about this uh, slow draft. Is there, like, a time off? Like, from midnight to 7 a.m. Eastern, it doesn't 10, 10 to 
Ooh, I think it was 10 to 10, but I can't remember. It might have been 10 to 8, but there was a pause. Damn, so you had 12 hours of drafting with a four-hour limit, so you may Here only get three picks. Paused, paused from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m. So they were, oh, okay. That so if sense. you're on the clock, like, exactly at 10, you have 10 to 2. So from 2 to 10, there is a pause. Because you're right. right imagine right, you, right. that's your window. It's, like, from 3 a.m. to 7 a.m. Like, make your pick. And it's like, huh? <laughs> Sir? Um... Yeah, you just have an alarm to wake up at 4 a.m., make sure your pick didn't come up. Yeah. And you know you're not making the uh, best picks at 4 in the morning, so that's insta-sabotage. <laughs> like, could you imagine? It's like almost like a hot potato game, or like a Mario Party kind of oh, game, yeah. like Baba Bomb, where it's just like, okay, I want you to be stuck with that 3 to 7 a.m. Yeah, slot. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, all right, well, so that draft you feel like went... Okay, you're I'll going give you in with a, a quick, team of guys I'll you give like. You the but lightning not round of, of guys in the sure. round. Um, it's PPR, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end flex, Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, Keenan Allen, Zeke, DK Metcalf, Jalen. I can't Hurst. believe Zeke was that late. Zeke was that late. Like, These guys. Oh, it's a 10-man, I guess, but it's RBs a, just run off so much. Everybody's doing the wide receiver only, no people, RB, and then People you just are swoop exactly them up. doing that. Um, the guy who, I hate that, by the way. I don't. I'm anti. I'm so strong anti-wide receiver only, no <sighs> RB or, or hero RB. Maybe you can do it in PPR, but I'll say only a couple guys really lean towards that. Like one guy, the guy who got Christian McCaffrey... His second running back is Elijah Mitchell, which is like fine, but I don't know. I don't want that to be. Yeah, right that there. one's at least decent. Like I've seen a lot of teams just end up with like it's like Clyde Edwards. My first, my first, yeah, my first running back <laughs> is Clyde Edwards Alaire. My second running back is like Gus Edwards, like the second <laughs> Ravens running back. And it's like where they doing? have like Alexander Madison as their second, and I'm like, he's like a backup. He's, he's like, gonna get he's you good. He's, he's gonna get good, you two but... points, except when he's a starter. Like he's right. He's barely gonna touch the ball. Um, it's like it's 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 crazy. Like I I, I there's only one where I really like kind of like leaned off wide receiver or, or running back because I was just like it went so quickly. It was the, my home league where they everybody had keepers, so a lot of the keepers were running backs. So. They were just gone. And so when I was looking for, like, the second running back, I was looking in, like, those three, four rounds. And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> they, I'm, we're already in the dead zone. Yeah. So I just didn't pick until later. And I ended up with Pierce, which everybody would be like, oh, let's go. All the wide receiver only people are like, Pog, that's the one you wanted to steal. <laughs> and it's like. Is he? Yeah, but I look at that team and I'm like, ugh. Like, my second running back is, like. Even if he has a good season, is like the lead back. It's like having a Carter last year for the Jets. Great way to it's put like, it. It's like, yeah, sure, sure. Like, he could play. He had some good weeks. But, like, I like starting with two good running backs. Like, it just it feels nice. Pierce, even if he, like, trips into the red zone, it's just, like from the red zone to the end zone, it's like how often are they getting to the red zone? Right. So you've scored one of their seven <laughs> touchdowns for the year. Great job. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeesh, I don't know. So I I don't know. He he could, he could be good. I liked him. That's why I picked him up. But like, I do like having the comfort of a solid two. Like Zeke. I mean, top ten last year. Top ten last him in the year. Fourth round. Disrespectful. With the that. Fourth round. We got we got a, a share of DK. That one. We we don't know how we feel about DK. We feel like he fell pretty late in the fifth round to us. Because he's still just like an absolute I like him. But it's just like... You know, if if it's like Cooks. He's become a Cooks now, I think, mm. where he's not exciting. You're not like, oh, he has top 10 potential. He could, honestly, he could. But he's probably just going to be a consistent guy who's solid. He's going to show up. You, you can set your watch to him. So, yeah, that's what I think, at least. So we got DK. Sixth round, we reach for Jalen Hurts. Because we're an Eagles fan. We want a share of Jalen Hurts. That's fun. Chase Edmonds. Yes. I'm kind of hoping Chase Edmonds is this year's James Conner, which is kind of ironic because they were on the same team last year, but it's just like right. someone who's a wide, uh, running back one on an offense I think will be good. That's just been slept on. And you said it's PPR, right? PPR. So that should help even more, I think. Um, after that, Hunter Renfro. Zach Ertz is our tight end. We got him in the ninth. We really wanted like a Dalton Schultz or a couple of tight ends got kind of like sniped right before me, which was a bummer. Um, yeah, I like Zach Ertz this year, though, especially while Hopkins is out, too. He's going to produce. Maybe you move him for someone you like better who just wasn't doing much, but we'll see. who knows? 
And then just closing out the last couple, Damian Harris, uh, Kenneth, Walk- Kenneth Walker. I mean, you know, you know I love my Seattle running backs. Uh, James Robinson, <laughs> who we're just like trying to get as often as we can in drafts this year. Because in the 12th round, it's like this guy could be – I still have hope that he's going to be himself from two years ago. And it's just like, oh, hey, remember like James Robinson? It's also like – with Etienne, you have, like, the risk of re-injury again. So, like, he could be the only guy there. So that would be good again. And then even if uh, he doesn't get hurt, Robinson is looks like he's going to be, like, the early down guy to could be. Travis's, could like, be. back half kind of thing. I don't I'm, know. I'm excited So, like, he's, he seems like a great, a great value right now. So him, uh, Tyler Boyd, and then we got the Bucks defense, and we're just waiting on our kicker. But we got... Um, up to 12 hours until we can pick again. So maybe we'll pick Alrighty. our picker tomorrow morning. Or- Sounds like a solid team. No complaints there. That's it. And we, um, I have a draft as well, as you mentioned, like, but I haven't had it yet. Oh. They had to figure out the time, and it ended up being Thursday afternoon we're doing it. That's so. the Scott. That's You guys <laughs> are the ones that want the full camp report. Zero <laughs> risk of injuries. It's like, listen, I don't care what happens. It's like, I want day of crazy. Yeah. Jalen Hurts injured playing Guitar Hero before the game. He's not a baseball player. Let's <laughs> relax. Um, so, yeah, that one I'll let you guys know when that comes through. It's going to be a, a bloodshed because it's a 14-man. <laughs> and so, like, ugh. Yeah, Too it's many. gonna be, it's gonna be dirty. But um, I'll say, we'll see how that goes. You know, I don't like PPR, but I'll say if you're in a fourteen manner, I'll accept PPR because otherwise you're getting scores of like sixty a week. Like, <laughs> I think it's PPR. It's it would be good for me to know ahead of time. But they had some weird scoring, one of which was changed on a league vote. It seems like hmm. this afternoon, um, they had fifteen yards per point receiving. Oh. To kind of ba- yeah, it is PPR because they said they wanted to balance the PPR, but I'm like, you might as well just just like go to ten like everybody else does. And then the other weird scoring thing they do is six point passing touchdowns. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Which is it does change the value of players like Herbert, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, because oh no, they don't do it with their legs enough. Mm-hmm. But if they're getting the same points by throwing the touchdowns, touchdowns who a touchdown. gives a shit? You know, they're not getting the yard still, so they're not quite as good, I still think, as um, running QBs. But it definitely makes them more interesting, especially if you're like, I'll just wait till round 56 and pick up <laughs> MVP of the last two seasons. Um, but, um, so I'll let you guys know how that one goes. That reminds me. This there was one of the earlier leagues I was in, probably like five, six years ago. It was like a random league I joined for a buddy because it was like one of his work leagues that he was trying to find more people for. They did one point per yard for everybody. So I'm talking... One point per yard? One point per yard. Touchdowns were six. Derrick Henry's running for 200. They're like 200 points. Touchdowns are still six. That didn't change. (laughs) But it was one point per yard. And it's like, yeah, so Aaron Rodgers got me 400 points last night. Wait, no passing before I did Everybody, every yard oh was a point. Oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck? So, I want to bring that back. You don't Did see you it look enough. at that before the draft? Or did you go in and you pick like a running back and it's like, "Nah, dog, you got to pick He, he let me know. He let me know ahead of time. He's like, "Just so you know, it's 1 point per per yard." And I was like, "For like running and you're like, "No, for everybody." So, I remember the, the, the few fuck? weeks in of it, it's like the games are like 800 to 700. And again, touchdowns are six points. So, it's like... So, that means nothing. <laughs> it means You don't nothing. care about touchdowns care. at all. You don't care about touchdowns. I, I hope that they had kickers and they went yards still. It's like he kicked a 50-yard <laughs> touchdown with 50 points right there. <laughs> so, we got to bring that kind a of stuff back. A 50-yard field goal. Yeah, we got to bring that back. That's what you, me, and... Um, and Richard, uh, yeah, should have done. That would have been that kind of draft. Yeah, and Jonathan, we could. That would have been a good league for people. That's a league you play with people who don't play, who don't know football. Because oh really, God. it's just shenanigans. It's chaos. It was chaos. It was lovely though. I miss it. All right, Mario, let's take us into our uh, our first. Uh, oh, th- there is one other thing. In one, I think it's my home league, and it happened to both of us. 
I um, didn't pick up a backup QB for some reason in that league. I forget why. But I dropped, like, Boyd or something like that, which I hate because I love him so much. But oh. I just – that team that team is the team that I have Pierce as my RB2. So I have, like, Pacheco from Kansas City. I have Alexander Madison. Mm. And I have CMC with Hubbard. So I have a lot of baby running backs that, like, lottery tickets I need to keep. My wide receivers are more settled, so I was like, Boyd, you got to go. Um, and I picked up Winston, and now I'm projected to finish. I I think my projected finish was insane. It was like, it's a 12-man. I think it was like, this guy's coming in 10th. And I was like, really? I'm not that bad? Just because I got Pierce in my second spot? And uh, it moved me up to 8. And I, you must have made a change as well, or somebody else made a bad change, because you moved, I think, from fourth to like second, or or fifth to third, or something like that, in the predicted finish. If this is your home league, I put Michael Gallup on IR because he's out for this week, and picked up Tyler mm. Boyd. Oh, okay. So there we go. <laughs> so they were like, he had a player not playing. He's worth zero point. I think the way they do the projections for those are so stupid, because they're just like. He doesn't have a backup. That means in week 14, when it's a, when it's uh, a, bye, a week. bye week for his he's QB, screwed. he's just losing. <laughs> it's exactly that. So I, you I, can't really trust them, but I do think it's a barometer for, for how good teams are, but you can't really trust it. Yeah, with but this... That's interesting. With this league, I don't. I have Lamar, but no backup. Um, this, is, this is the kind of league, at least this early on, I kind of like all the people I have filling in for me on the... Um, you know, on my bench, like you were saying, like deep spots. Like I like my Christian Kirk, it's my Lockets, um, Jay mm-hmm. Williams. I guess some of these are kind of bums, but my thinking is when it comes down to the week where we need a backup, we'll just pick up the Bakers. We'll pick up, you know, the Zach. It's Wilson. a ten man. Yeah, ten or eight. I'm okay with riding the risky, like no QB backup. Because even if everybody has two, you're grabbing like the twentieth best or the nineteenth best like qb that's available for one week or if you get hurt god forbid your guy you got him for a couple weeks but uh i think it's worth it to have stashes like you mentioned yeah last year we Um, had we had ian book 12 or 14 at one point you're in a 14 man league and you don't pick up a second qb the qb you're getting is 28th in the league (laughs) uh, who is that that carson wentz that you're starting a quarterback like uh, no i i think it's uh I want to say I wanted to say Jalen Hurts because he's an Eagle and that's your favorite team, but he I love him. You love so Jalen I can't, Hurts. Yeah, I didn't know who to, to say. Do that to yourself. I, I didn't know. It's two Tagovailoa, I think. It oh, is. Um, oh, two and on. Um, Mario, rise. take us into our oddies here. I believe. Yes. Uh, where you said we're gonna start this one off. Brandy already gave the rundown. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna both post our we're gonna share our results, um, our thoughts with each other at the same time in our little sheet. And then we're going to just quickly go through the ones that we have the exact same because obviously if we think the same about them, you know, we're on the same page. So then after that, Surely. we'll spend a little bit more time going through differences between our two and just kind of pick each other's brains as to why we think this, why we think that. And who knows, maybe you could take some of our advice on either the ones we think are the same or something we think is different and like maybe use it to help uh to help yourself make some coin on the side. Sure. So. Yeah, if both of us are like, hey, this is an easy one, it's probably like Way fairly off. true. Oh. <laughs> fairly true. Oh, yeah, either one. Yeah, pick the true. opposite if we're both on the same page. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, three, two, one. Wango, bango. Let's see. We got, oh, my gosh. Oh, four differences. Four differences. Four, four differences. differences. Spicy. It was a tough week for me. Week one's always the hardest because you're like, mm-hmm. you don't know what the teams really are, right? Like, you have Denver out here. You got Russell Wilson. You got the good wide receivers. You know, you're like, oh, this is a decent team, good defense. And then you're like, you watch them play three weeks and they just don't have their shit together and they actually are like, just like, okay or whatever. So, like, it's 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 hard to really pick them in the first couple of weeks, especially when the spread comes into play. Reminder, we do use the spread. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was looking at some of these with just the spread and being like, ah, I don't fucking know, man. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> so I'm glad we only have four differences on this kind of turbulent time to uh, know which teams are garbage or not. On this wacky week one. 
So I'll start with some of yep. the same Z's. Um, if there's any in particular you want to call out, just like cut me off and we'll dive into it. Mm-hmm. So Thursday night, tonight, we got Buffalo at the Rams. The spread's Buffalo yep. two and a half. We both have Buffalo. Tough one. It's a tough one because they're tough two one. good teams at the low. low. Um, and we're picking the road. Here. We're picking the road team here. But, I mean, mm-hmm. Josh Allen, like, just so he's just so exciting. They're fun colors. I don't really like the Rams colors. That plays a factor into the spread. <laughs> of course. Of course. course. Uh, next up, we got San Fran at Chicago. The spread is San Fran by seven. We both picked Chicago. I think Chicago outright wins this one. I'm, like, pretty high on them this year. You think they win this one? I think Chicago wins this what? one. What? No, I think they lose, probably. But this is winnable, but I think they lose. I just think it. the spread of seven. I think it's like a Fields being like, you've been written off. Here's the other guy who's who's like a similar mm, he has player a sexy to new you. toy. And they're like, oh, look at him. And his team's so much better. And then you're like, we got something to prove out here um, at Chicago. So I was like, maybe they keep it close or something. But uh, I can't. I don't think they'll win it. Oh, they shocked the world. I don't think so. They shocked it's the tough. world. It's tough. So slam that plus sign. <laughs> Next up, we got Baltimore at the Jets. Baltimore by seven. This Never time, no problem Never covering. Never picked the Jets was like, God gets you so far in life. Um, But Flacco revenge game. So if there is any way the Jets cover, it's because of Flacco. That's true. They are a better team right now than they will be in the future. (laughs) Uh, Cleveland at Carolina. Carolina by two and a half. The Baker revenge game. How can you not pick Carolina? That's that. Another tough one because I don't think Cleveland's going to be that bad. I mean, how... Half of what they do is just run it behind those two monsters. Mm-hmm. So, like, those guys are still there. That's true. They're still Carolina's there. still, like, a bad team. <laughs> you think – I don't know if I think Baker changes that team. But when you do come into, like, Baker's got something to prove. Revenge it's game. literally the best Carolina is going to be because CMC is, like – Oh, my God. Week one be. CMC is legendary. <laughs> Yeah, so this one, like I said, uh, Baker revenge game, easy Carolina. Next, you got Pitt at Cincinnati. The Lions, Cincinnati, six and a half. Uh, I mean, they just went to the Super Bowl last year. I know Mitch is going to come out slinging, but Cincinnati just seems like the much better team on paper. I, c- I could have gone the other way on this one, but I, I just didn't decide to. It was close for me. Mm. Uh, next up, Just because Cincinnati, I feel like, is going to hit like a, uh-oh, we got a little lucky last year, and I think they're going to yeah. be closer to, like, slightly above 500 than they are to, like, you know, uh, 13 and 4 or something. You know, I, I see them kind of, like, last year when they lost to the Jets as the two-touchdown under um, favorites. I kind of see them being that this year again, where it's like, listen, they're going to beat mm-hmm. the, like, the close teams, the close games. They're going to come out on top, but then anything that should be a gimme, they're going to just fumble over themselves. And Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Next, we got Philadelphia Go Birds at Detroit. The Lions, Philly by four. We both picked the Eagles. Again, Go Birds. Go Birds. Next, we got New Orleans at ATL. It's Lions, New Orleans, minus five and a half. We both picked the Saints. I mean, Jameis, he's famous. He's electric. Mm-hmm. Maybe Michael Thomas comes back. I, I got some shares of him. Yeah. Next, we got Green Bay at Minnesota. Green Bay, minus one and a half. Both picked Green Bay. This is a tough one for me. Green Bay I know it wasn't for you. You picked Green Bay to have the best record in the whole entire league somehow, which is possible. But is possible. Uh, but I, I do think I think that Minnesota is going to steal the game at Green Bay, and Green Bay is going to win the early season game while they're tr- like super improve it mode. Mm. I can see that, especially if the game is like a winter game and it's snowing in Green Bay. We've kind of seen that Green Bay doesn't play well in the cold, even though it's Green Bay. And Rodgers isn't a cold guy. Next, we got KC at Arizona. Lines KC minus four and a half. We both picked the Chiefs. Uh, Arizona's a bunch of phonies, and that'll continue to be true. (laughs) I'm not sure about that. I do think the Chiefs, like you said, you know, they're going to struggle a little bit without Hill, especially the first game while they develop an identity. But Arizona also uh, is missing uh, their star player, too, in Hopkins. So, like, there's going to be a little struggle struggle bus on both sides. And if you, I got to just pick KC in that instance. 
Yeah, you go with the, the hot hand, the Mahomes, not the guy that needs to watch eight hours of film a day in his contract. <laughs> Next, we got the Giants. Not at, anymore. Not, not, anymore. not anymore. Amended. Amended. <laughs> he got bullied. Bullying works. We got Giants at Tennessee. Tennessee minus five and a half. We both picked Tennessee. Tractor Cito will ride Tough on. Tough game also. Ooh. For me. I think Tennessee is going to drop off a good amount this year. There's only so much you could do with just Derrick Henry, which is what it feels like they have. Uh, obviously, Bobby Trees aside, God. But, um, <laughs> but Giants are just so bad. I think I might be locked into um, never pick New York this Ooh. year rather than never pick Jets. So we'll see. We'll see how far that branches out. I mean, unless it's unless it's Giants against another NFC East team, because then all rules out the window. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Divisions are just wild. We got uh, Tampa Bay at Dallas. Lions Tampa minus two and a half. Both pick Tampa. Tom Brady missed training camp. He's on Mass Singer, Mass Dancer. He's back now. No worries. Nothing to say on that one. Right. I, I Dallas. Now you got on the side. Next team, we got team that's up and down. Yeah. We got Denver at Seattle. The Lions Denver minus six and a half. Russell Wilson revenge game. Mwah, to the NFL schedule makers. We both picked Denver. I mean, Russell Wilson homecoming. Do they boo Russell Wilson? I don't think so. Here's what I'll say. You're calling it a Russell Wilson revenge game. What vengeance does he need to seek? What do you mean? It's a revenge game. They were like, it's hey, in. he's a lot of value. We're giving him to you. And they're like, we want him because he's so valuable. Drew Luck is like, hey, you're a piece of shit. I mean, I know he's not going to play. <laughs> But him and Noah Fant were just like collateral to get Wilson to Denver. So at least Noah Fant revenge game. And if Geno Smith somehow doesn't play and Drew Locke plays, super revenge game. People got shit. The people who have shit to prove and get revenge are on Seattle. What do you mean? It's the Russell um, And if Wilson Denver loses game. this game, if Denver loses this game, instantly I think you're like, uh-oh. Big phony alert. Yeah, possible phony alert if they lose this game for sure. Good point. Good point. They have to win this game. They have. To, I think even you have to cover. You have to win by a touchdown because you just. If Russell for Wilson a says let's ride, you gotta start riding week one. You can't. Against <laughs> you can't, can't ride later. Like again, you traded for a quarterback, so you expect to right. score points, like right? And you traded for this team's quarterback, so in your mind, like <laughs> the offensive difference should be so net, like it's it's incredible. Right. Uh, so 100%. Definitely slam Denver here. Do they boo Russell Wilson when he comes back? No, right? They just applaud. I think I'd boo. I I think I like to boo in good faith if it was me. Like, I'm like, I'm booing, but I'm like, I don't really, like, mean it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, we like you, but like, ah, get out of here, you it's traitor. Like, it's like but when I boo Eli. I think they celebrate him. Mm. Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely have, like, a, a nice little reel. Right? As the Seahawks, he's your best QB of all time, right? So, like... Hasselback? So, as I said, I think he's your <laughs> best QB of all time. Um, not that it's not close, I guess, but... Um, yeah, it's not close. You know, got you a Super Bowl. I think, like, if your future is, like... When you look to the future, you're like, we want this guy as a Hall of Fame Seattle Seahawk if he gets in the hall, which probably he will, I would, I think, maybe. Um, or you want him to come around your park for, like, 25th anniversary of that Super Bowl. or what, You want him to be, mm -hmm. like, a Seahawk for life after he retires kind of guy. I don't think you shit on him too much. But what the fans do is their own prerogative. Oh, they're going to burn jerseys in the parking lot. <laughs> Only if he kneels. <laughs> All right, we got four um, differences. Let's get into these last four here. First one, New England at Miami. The line is Miami minus three. Brady picked New England, a favorite pick, like a homer pick, and I picked Miami. Yes. Also maybe a homer pick because, again, I'm sipping the two of Kool-Aid. Look, Miami should be better than New England this year. Um, they just should, especially offensively, the weapons they have are – Better than the weapons the Patriots have. Maybe not at running back. Maybe not tight end. You know, there's some conversation there. But those two wide receivers up against the Patriots wide receivers. And then, 
you know, the expectation, I think, for both of them coming out of college, Tua is expected to be a bigger thing than Mac Jones was expected to be. Mm. So even at QB, expectations initially. Now coming into this season, people are a little more questionable about Tua because he had an extra year to kind of prove he's the guy and still hasn't, whereas Mac Jones was pretty solid last year. Um so like, like I think they're kind of considered equal in people's heads nowadays. But you got to remember the expectations for Tua were higher uh, when they were both initially drafted. Um, so they should win. They have Hill now. But my thought process on this is if New England splits with Miami, which I think they do. Okay. Now, they're at Miami, so some would say that's worse. But it's also... Hill and Tua have been playing. There's no game that they're going to be have played where they have spent less time playing together than this first game of the That's season. That's true. And so if there's going to be a time where their connection's shaky and the timing's not right, as we've seen in like practice videos or whatever, where Tua can't quite throw at the distance a lot of times that Hill's speed requires. Because sometimes you play with like normal speed people, normal speed people. You get like the fastest kid on your team in, in high school football. You're underthrowing that dude all day just because you don't know. You don't know where he like, is. You don't, you don't you expect don't him know to be his there. Speed. Yeah. Good <laughs> right. point. Good point. So hopefully they're still getting used to that over there. The offense is uh, – Hill's still learning their offense and stuff like that. The Patriots have a, a hard-fought slugfest here and, um, and can win the game. Um, but they shouldn't. So Miami should, should cover this or at least win by three and, like, go even with the spread. But I'm going to homer it up and go with those boys. Got to have some homer picks, especially in week one. That's when, like, the most faith. That's when you can have the most faith in your team because they haven't disappointed right. you yet. <laughs> the Jets and Giants fans know this well. We're starting to look <laughs> good this year. We had a good draft. We sh- Maybe we'll be okay. I mean, yeah. they won the draft. They, that's all you need. You win the draft, you win mm-hmm. the league. So, yeah, I got Miami. I mean, I'm high on the Tua Anon stuff. Hill is electric. I think New England covers Hill well. I think, like, in the past, how New England deals with a stud wide receiver like that is they'll put their best guy on, like, Waddle in this instance, and then they'll just double-team Hill with a right. safety over the top and whoever your other cornerbacks are. But Right, right, right. I still think Tuanon goes loose. I already mentioned I got Chase Edmonds on my team, so he'll probably get a touchdown. But I got Harris on my team. Ooh, that's conflicting. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go on to the next one. We got Indy at Houston, another divisional matchup. The line's Indy minus eight. Brady picked Houston. I picked Indy. Eight's a lot of points, but Indy, you got Matt Ryan now. I talked about how high I am on Pittman. Still got Jonathan Taylor. Houston is still bad. Like, I pictured Jonathan Taylor to have his best games against the division. I could see him getting two touchdowns here. Houston, I know you have Pierce, like, so maybe that's why you're like, nah, Houston will be fine, but. Eight points is a lot, but does Houston score that many? I don't know. My thought with this one is Mm -hmm. Indy is going to be the best team in this division, I think. I think they'll be better than Tennessee. And obviously the other two are a little ass. They're works in progress, let's say. Um, You got Mills over in Houston. Been there his second year he's going into here. He did pretty well, like, compared to other rookie QBs last year. Like, he did okay with what he had over there last year. Um... My thought is Indy goes up fairly big, 14 points or something on them, and then they're just kind of coasting towards the end. Taylor's running a lot, but then, you know, two runs get stopped, and and they got six yards to get the first down, and they don't get it, and they just have to punt. And it kind of slows down because they're kind of taking it easy. And I think Houston scores a late touchdown to just bring it, you know, five, six, seven points uh, difference. And the game just ends there. Taylor runs out the rest of the clock. Um, I don't think... I think the other thing is similar to Miami. This team still has to, like, figure their shit out. New QB, so, like, getting everything going there is has to consider. And I don't necessarily think they're better or worse than last year. So, um, that's my thought process on that one. It's a cover. I'm not predicting a Houston upset here. But um, I do think they'll hang around a bit. Um, and then, like, make a last-second score to kind of make it look closer than it was, really. 
I think that's a great point you bring up here, where it's like, especially in this week one, like one of these big numbers, it's like, is Indy an explosive, like run up the score kind of team, or they're going to win mm-hmm. by five, they'll get, you know, they'll be up 10 points, but then they right. give up a field goal or a touchdown and they win by three. To me, they're like, their thing this year is going to be controlling the game. Excellent run game, smart QB for controlling a game and not having turnovers, which is what they lacked last year. They had, a, I think they had a better, at this point in Matt Ryan's career, a better arm for big plays QB last year um, if they needed to depend on the throw more. But what they really need is to just run over people and then manage a game well. Um, and Matt Ryan could, if they're down, still be a throwing QB. He's he not bad at it. Yeah, he's still um, got the arm. He's so, not that Peyton Manning noodle yet. Right, right. I think Matt Ryan fits better with this team's what they should be doing um, than last year. But I do think that they're not they're not a big spread team. You know, some team they're a team that's going to win a lot of games, but they're not a team that's going to go fifty four to twenty seven one week or something. Like that's not really what they're about. No. So um, twenty one to fifty. Because you look at them, you're like they're so much better than Houston. So eight points. But like it doesn't matter how much better they are, they're gonna win for sure. But they might only win by like a limited amount because game script just like determines like we're running, we're running. Maybe we punt. Maybe we kick a field goal instead of trying to win a game so hard that we're going for touchdowns every time or something. Like we're just taking it easy back half. Easy breezy. Talk to me about this Jacksonville game. Yeah, we got we're staying AFC South. Jacksonville at Washington. Uh, the line is Washington by three. Brady picked Washington. I picked Jacksonville. Um, I am high on Jacksonville. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to have a great year with Doug Peterson at the helm. Anything's going to be a huge upgrade over Urban Meyer last year. And like just thinking back at some previous quarterbacks that won the MVP. If I'm remembering correctly, when Carson Wentz got his one MVP vote, that was his second year in the NFL. Lamar Jackson, I think his was his second year in the NFL when he won MVP. Trevor Lawrence, second year in the NFL. Brand new offensive-minded coach. Mm. I see Jacksonville blowing out expectations this year. Like I'm not sure what their season over-under wins is, but I'd be slamming on that over if I was a gambling I think they'll be better this year um, for sure. They talked about him as like a generational talent when he was drafted, and he didn't do well last year. Nice. Um, I don't think the coach is necessarily all to blame. I think sometimes Ooh, you think Urban good Meyer players. Wasn't a problem. I'm not saying he wasn't a problem, but I don't think he's <laughs> the only problem. <laughs> um, I think you know sometimes you get off to a bad start, and then you're in your own head, and you're not feeling. This kid's been beating the shit out of people since he was in junior football. Like, before even <laughs> high school and middle school football, he was dominant. So, like, you're dominant in middle school. You're dominant in high school. You're dominant in college. You come, and your first four games, and you're slogging it. It's like, what the hell? And sometimes <laughs> sometimes that gets in people's head. So, I think, you know, under good coaching, coming out this year with the experience of the NFL last year, you get off to a good start. It's like in baseball. One year, a guy hits, like, 310. And the next year, he does bad in the beginning and has a rough time in that 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 hole and he's hits 250 the next year and it's like what a big drop but I, I think this year um if he gets off to a good start and going against washington first is a good chance to do that um then he could be good the only the only problem with that is like it's never been proven and i think washington's better this year and oh. if that defense who was a little like surprisingly bad last year people thought they were going to be better than they were if they can live up to their expectations that you're expecting him to live up to his oh, then they they could be a solid defense this year expectations on me and and you know at home so at home uh, we'll see what we got here i i terry mcscoring gonna go to work christian kirk got paid follow the money follow the money <laughs> yeah just because they're gonna lose him a lot uh use him a lot doesn't mean he's gonna win games <laughs> i guess that's true i'm excited i think this one could be a good game like i said i am high on jacksonville this year though i got my shares of kirk my shares of robinson and if i needed a backup quarterback i would go for trevor lawrence in a lot of leagues yeah it, i think he's a great um 
if it's a bigger league and you're like looking at the guys that are left and it's people who are like like okay like you're out of the Kirk Cousin backup range and you're into people who are like you're past Winston because I like Winston a lot this year and you're in like that range where it's like well Daniel Jones is here because he runs a lot so it might he might be good like when you're in that zone I think um, Lawrence has the most upside uh, for, for sure but this game I could see going either way who knows who knows and we got one last one to talk about and that is Las Vegas at the Chargers lines Chargers by three and a half kind of like a repeat of last year's game where it just you know the winner moved on to the playoffs Brady went with history went with the Raiders I went with the Chargers. I'm sipping the Herbert Kool-Aid. I got Eckler. And you like, have been. You have been. I am. I have been. Um, I love me some Keenan Allen. He's been on my teams a, f- a few times. I am all in on Eckler this year. He's on my team on my two main leagues, the two leagues I've won last year, my home league and your home league. So we are, we're sipping that Chargers Kool-Aid. He's going to get three touchdowns this game. Um, it's going to be a beautiful walk-off. Yeah, I like him. I, I just remembered something I wanted to speak on before um, with Jacksonville, so I'm going to digress one second. You were talking about Lamar, t- second season MVP and all that stuff. Yeah. You you forget, and Allen made the jump second season too. Thank and you. you you forget that like both of them were like okay to solid their first season, which Lawrence wasn't. I so if you want solid. someone to make the jump. Okay? Okay if you want solid? Mm-hmm. He was not okay. He was not okay. Listen, well, you Urban want Meyer. someone who was okay last year? May I introduce you to Mac Jones? Oh my God! Year two Wait. breakout MVP, Devonte Parker, top ten wide receiver this year. You heard it. Oh my God! Anyway. Easiest web wager of my life. <laughs> I thought your easiest was Leonard Fournette, top ten. Oh. My um. All right. So, like the Chargers, um were good last year you think like the offense was great they were like nine and eight or like eight and nine i think they were eight and nine i don't think they have a winning record since he's been their qb chargers uh 2021 record uh 2019 they were five and eleven yeah that's pretty bad oh you know what i forgot <laughs> he wasn't on the team they were nine and eight last year raiders were ten nine and, seven. and eight and what were they in 2020? Because Herbert wasn't on the team in 19, so that doesn't count. Okay. In 2020, 7 and 9. 7 and 9. So they're like, they have like a 500 record, basically. Just One about. game over, one game under. Um, and, you know, they had this team last year. At least when you look at the star positions, Eckler was there. Eckler. All the stars are there. Mm-hmm. Eckler, Mike Williams, Allen, Herbert. Yep. Your mouth's open like you're about to say something. This is so I can't believe I can't believe we haven't talked about this. It's a Khalil Mack revenge game. Oh my god, this guy loves his revenge game. It's a Khalil Mack, like such a distant revenge game. Because he was a I Raider. I do like their defense. It's fun this year. He was Chargers. a Raider. Then he but. obviously got traded to the Bears. Then he got traded to the Chargers. He's back in the West. <laughs> this is a revenge game. Well, either way, there's your three and a half. The Raiders, points. the Raiders had a better record than them last year, and now they have Devontae Adams. How, not how are they mesh. worse? It's not gonna match. <laughs> it's not gonna. It's mesh. not. There's gonna Did be a you, locker Don't you have Devontae Adams on a team? <laughs> no, definitely not. Um. Yeah. So I think I just went with. Uh, you know, I think the Chargers are gonna get better and better. The defense seems better this year, and then the offense was already like clicking pretty well um so i think good things for the chargers but um i just i knew mario's picking charges and i'm like the raiders like were better last year and they got the best wide receiver in the league this year so like why wouldn't they beat them it's a division game right so like, division game and still but um when you gave me over a field goal in the spread it's like how can you not you told me that you gave me over a field goal of the team that was better last year and just got the best wide receiver in the league added to their team and a healthy top tight end this year? All right, I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, my god. It was gosh. a conservative pick, you know? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. I think that's really all we're going to talk about for the odds. Wow. Yes, sir. 
so much so much to bite off there with so many similarities but okay let's take it over to our five by fives yeah let's hit these five by fives up this so, is a ra rather quick category for us to get through here um but like i mentioned earlier five by fives we take the number 10 person at each of the fantasy the six fantasy positions that we mostly operate in standard scoring i must state um of course the and then we the put standard. them we put them basically we uh put them in a five rank box and, and figure out like if we can pick the right section they're in so um we just pasted them here in our little uh spreadsheet we have um and we have uh two similarities it looks like so two of them basically don't matter they're moot if we guess right then we both get one point but it doesn't really change our rankings against each other here um but i will say we'll start off with qb here joe burrow cincinnati versus Pitt. um mario's like hey fuck that Pitt defense they're bad again after <laughs> i believed in them last year they're trash now um Hurt he people. thinks joe burrow is a top five um player this year so that means Mario thinks he'll finish one through five in the uh, in the rankings of who was the best quarterback this week. I have Joe Burrow as a uh, top fifteen player, which means I think he'll finish eleven to fifteen. Uh, basically, is the five by five range. Um, Mario, anything to say about this? Burrow coming out slinging. He wants to let the world know that their quarter that the Super Bowl appearance was not a fluke. And what better way to do that than at home against a divisional opponent? The big, bad, scary of Ben Roethlisberger tormenting you is gone. Burrow is the future. Burrow's going to get four touchdowns this game in Kansas City. I don't know if flow. Burrow was ever Cincinnati. scared of Ben Roethlisberger. Like, the Ben Roethlisberger's good years, Joe Burrow. of Cincinnati will be freed <laughs> from the torment of... Big Benjamin and the skyline chili will flow through the streets of Cincinnati. Remind me again of how Big Ben's gonna come out slinging and 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 I mean how Mitch, Mitch is gonna come out. Slinging. Mitch is gonna come out slinging, but it takes time to develop a process. <laughs> um, um, I I think it'll be eleven to fifteen, maybe maybe six to ten. I don't know, somewhere in that range. Um, but you have to choose one of them. So I went with 11 to 15. I think <laughs> Pitt's defense points. will be a little better this year than it was last year. Yes. Uh, I think their offense isn't going to be that good. So my my main thought for this is that it's gonna Pitt's going to score relatively low. So even if Cincinnati has an easier time scoring than I anticipate, they're not going to be pressed to score that much. It's not going to be a shootout. So I don't expect him to have to sling it quite so much maybe joe mixon gets a lot of the a lot of the work some of the passing um, yards uh, maybe who knows but that's my choice next we'll head over to mike evans and mario surprisingly none of us here have gone over 15 usually last year there was a lot of like this guy's 20 25. something 30 yeah. something <laughs> i think that we're just being a little hesitant on that like week one you know, we have to feel it out. Like, I was 15, I was 11 to 15 on Evans. You were 6 to 10. I was a little hesitant just because Tom Brady's missed some training camp. But at the same time, you know, Tampa's missing a lot of their weapons. But I don't know. I just kind of see Evans, you know, he'll get 80 yards, maybe like 100 yards. He'll, he'll, he'll be productive, but I just don't see him being a top dog. Um, so just barely He's misses my that top 10. Yeah, here's my thought, and it is based on the same thing you said. Tom Brady's been out of training camp for some time. Who does he know? Who's he familiar with? Gronk. Mike Evans, Leonard Fournette. He's got new tight end. Well, not a new tight end, but he's he does he doesn't have old reliable tight end Gronk there anymore. Godwin's out, and it, so it, it's like gone. Julio Julio Jones is there, and Russell Gage, both new people. So like. The easiest person when he's down and out and he's just trying to make it work and the person he has the best repertoire with so far is uh, Mike Evans. So I could see him getting dependent on playing a good team, we assume, this year in Dallas. Dallas. Um, so could be score having the score a little bit more. Um, so that's the hope for me in this 6-10 uh, to 10 range. Let's talk about Dawson Knox, the Buffalo tight end, going up against the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta at LA Rams. 
Um, you have him 6 to 10. I have him 11 to 15. Tight ends, always tough to rank when you get to like 10 to 20. Because those guys, you know, it's like, did you score a touchdown? All right, you're going to do okay. Did you not score a touchdown? Great, you had 30 yards. So it's like, it's tough <laughs> to uh, really place these guys. Um, so tell me what your process was when you were picking 10. Dawson Knox, he's kind of someone that, especially in the drafts, he's kind of been uh, targeted as like a tight end, you know, six, seven, eight. And I think he's going to show that this first week. It is kind of a coin flip of if you score a touchdown, you're top five. If you don't, you're probably 11 to 15. But I think that they use him in enough yardage situation. He spreads the field. And even in tight end, I mean, some weeks, 55 yards in your top 10, just depending on the rest of the field. So I can see him just kind of sneaking in there. He's going to be a good net play and a top 10 tight end. Yeah, I think we both had similar ideas. I think in our heads, he's 6 to 15. Yeah. And we just picked the opposite oh, well, five of each by other five. to yeah. cover that area. Not 10 by 10. Uh, Tyler Bass was, uh, we both picked 10 4. And I did I forgot to mention, but Nick Chubb, we both picked 10 4 as well. Um, so that's our estimates on those players. Um, Dolphins defense and special teams going up against the New England Patriots. Not a very um, high scoring offense in your head. But when we look back at like how many points they put up last year, they were like the seventh highest scoring team in the league or something crazy like that. So maybe maybe a higher scoring than than we usually think. But um, you have them going as a one to five team, top five top defense. I have them going six to ten here. Defense. They're going against Mac Jones. Mac Jones is going to look lost with that Miami sun in his eyes. He's going to be throwing it to the moon. And I think that Dolphins, this is a big game for the Dolphins. I think that they're really trying to take that leap, trying to like become a top dog in the AFC East. And what better way to prove it than just coming out and just bullying an old division rival. So I see this game is just one that's so importantly circled. Granted, Belichick always plays these kinds of games well. Uh, but I think Miami is just that extra motivated, new coach, new offense. I see them just kind of really stepping on New England's throats here. And it's Mac Jones. Uh, yeah, very, very possible. Very possible. But, <laughs> you know, my thought process is it will be a good game. But then I remember the Jets are playing this week. The Giants are playing this week. Chicago and Atlanta and the Seahawks are playing this week. There's a lot <laughs> of bad teams. The Texans are out there. Like, there's a lot of bad teams. Bears, you know, a lot of bad teams playing. A lot of bad teams. Um, so there's a lot of teams just because – I don't necessarily think New England's going to put a hurting on them offensively, so like that would be high value for a defense. But I got to remember, there's a bunch of defenses going against those other teams too, so there's a possibility. <laughs> and then there's always one defense who gets an interception for a touchdown off of like the Bengals or something or the Steelers, and and they're going to be in the top five because of that. So. Um, I just went with a more conservative six to ten range oh, and hope hope scared. that they um I think it will be low scoring, but New England is a fairly safe team. When you look at the rookies last safe. year, interception touchdown rates, Mac Jones does a fairly good job um be, playing safely. And that because Belichick would bench him if he didn't. So um <laughs> New England tends to be a safe team, turnovers and, and giving up touchdowns to defenses. So that's where I'm at with that. Mario, take us into our week one picks here. Yeah, I think this might be the last section we got today for you, folks. Yes, it's sir. Our, it's our week one picks. We've already covered at the top of the show what they are. Sabrina and I are going to slam them in. Our head-to-head little matchup against players. Um, we did it at the same time. Kicker and defense is, like, swapped on our sheets, I think. I, I think realized. I swapped it in my own personal lists just to make it easier for myself last year. And maybe right. you did not. I didn't. So we'll have to fix that. But um, we have one Samsies, which is the kicker for uh, the Bengals. Ooh, Cincinnati's kicker. Cincinnati kicker. Um, okay, I have a backup in my head. But while we do our backups, um, I'm just going to read about these other ones. Oh, here we go. We're fixing that. Why was that a different? Yeah. So quarterback, you got famous James. Oh, how did we do this last year? I'm just going to rattle off my picks, and then you'll rattle off yours. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I forget. 
It's you been, put the I, full name out here. Wow, wow. Baker Mayfield is my quarterback for week one. Revenge game. I don't know how many weeks you can have a viable Baker Mayfield pick, so we're just ripping it out of the gate. Then we got Kamara. Again, like I think he may get like suspended at some point in this season, so we got to cash in while we can. Debo Samuel. I'm high on him. He's on one of my fantasy teams, so of course he's going to do great. Travis Kelsey. If you read one of my articles coming out soon on QB list, knock on wood, uh, you'll know that I'm pretty down on Kelsey this year. But I think at least week one, he's going to be like a big focal point, and they're going to try to force it before the rest of the league catches on to like, hey, we can just stop Kansas City from doing this. Yeah, the rest of the league doesn't know they don't have any wide receivers yet. Exactly. But give it like <laughs> well, week three or four. they got Juju. They got Juju. Yeah. And, and MVS, like, eh. Um, defense, yeah. we pick Jacksonville. Some speed. Because you're going against Washington, who's ass. And again, like how often can you use Jacksonville's defense? And for our kicker, uh, we went with Bass. You know, he is the... He's Buffalo's kicker, one of the best kickers. I think he's going to be one of the top kickers throughout the year. Let's just use him early. Let's not overthink it. That's a kicker. And it could be a game that's a little bit of a slugfest there. So kicking tends to come into play a little bit more in those games. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I've got Winston as my QB. Um, he's, he's you know, I'm just looking for, for some solid uh, production at a QB stop. Spot, love me a good Winston. Um, you know, he's ranked 16 this week, but he is going against Atlanta. So if I'm going to use Winston, I might just pick the QB facing Atlanta every week. We'll see how it goes. Um, then I got Taylor going uh, as my running back. He's the best running back in the league. Use him now. Yeah. And then if he gets hurt in week three, like I'm good. But the running back position gets hurt so frequently that I like using the best guys early and not holding people for matchups or whatever. Get them out of the way so that you don't lose them like Henry last year or whatever. Um, I'm going Devontae Adams in my wide receiver slot here. Um, you know, just going with one of the best wide receivers. I think, Mario, what do you always say? Follow the money. Follow um, the money. My man made some money. Um, and so I think that he was also, you know, taken by a new team so to prove that it was worth the investment you're going to give him some food he is going against a fairly stout like secondary not like crazy but pretty good uh in the chargers um but you know it is a in conference uh in division game so they are going to go hard on each other and i think uh the chargers high high scoring offense so it could be a shootout i think Devonte adams is going to be involved then we got me and Mario's reverse picks here in tight end. I like I'm big on Kelsey this year. He's big on Andrews this year as the one. Uh, I picked Andrews. He picked Kelsey for week one. Um, Andrews is going against the Jets, so like it's pretty good. Like <laughs> that's a good matchup. You Pick take against that. The Jets. So I'm taking my my top top tight ends early as well. Don't want any of those guys getting hurt. Um, so just play the good guys against the bad teams is my general strategy here. Went with the San Francisco 49ers here for my defense. Uh, Going up against the Chicago Bears. Um, Not a very good offense. Uh, Panicky from what we've seen last year. QB. uh, Fumbles or or interceptions could come into play uh, in this game. And, um, you know, you just guard Mooney. Guard Mooney and you're good. Take care of the rest of the day. Um, and then at kicker, I got Tucker going up against the Jets. Should be that the Baltimore offense is able to move up and down the field well. Um, so if they happen to get stopped, hopefully they're kicking a lot of kicks. Uh, and so that's where we lie here. Kicks. Week one, hard to really talk about these picks. As we get further down uh, through the season and we can use less and less guys, it becomes a little more matchup dependent. So I may look at Mario's team and be like, ooh, good pick, good pick. But at the current time, it's like, you know, not much to talk about. We both went a little wild with QBs this year uh, in the first week here with you going Mayfield and me going Winston. But, um, you know, nobody's down, nobody's behind, so there's no need to – play close to your chest you could play a little crazier um and that's that's what we did but that 
That's our first week of web wagers, ladies and gentlemen. And we are going into the NFL season tonight. So I hope you're excited. I hope your drafts went well. And uh, let's just, see. Let's ride it out. I guess just a little note that I, we didn't talk about in the fantasy section, so we'll talk about it here to end the show. We're going against each other in, what, two leagues? In both oh, the, yeah. the random Dynasty League Sucks. and your home league? Sucks. I think the... Um, uh, is it my home league that I have Godwin? I have Godwin in a bunch of leagues. And my plan is like, Godwin, sit out a few weeks for me and then come back. Full but strength. That's what I want. Out back. I, judge, back. I don't want him rush back. Yeah, but he, he might be at this point. He he could possibly play this week. I won't be starting him if he does, um, which may be foolish. He may score he's, a he's touchdown a and for you now. But 60 you know yards. Who knows? You got uh, uh, um, Patterson on tough. your bench in that league, so you could definitely easy upgrade there. Um, Patterson is a downgrade, but playing Patterson against Mario sounds like fun. Absolutely so, brutal. Who I knows? I would just want to say that as of right now, because um, I don't start, I don't put any of my starters in until it's game time. I have an eight percent win probability with zero starters against you. So mm-hmm. we just gotta play the odds. It's interesting. It's interesting. They are like 8% chance that all your players score zero except for at least one of them gets negative points. And then your defense so, gives up a blowout. And that's it. Yeah. That's all, folks. 8% chance that happens. Um, Pretty not good. sure if that's correct. Pretty yeah. good. I, You know what, Mario? I might just roll the dice like that. Maybe you just leave those guys on the bench. It's more likely. Really show your dominance. If we're talking win probability of like the 28-3 to 3 Super Bowl, like it's more likely that I win starting <laughs> nobody against you than what the New England Patriots did. So when you put Honestly, if you do that, 8% chance, like 92% chance you take a loss in your first game. But 8% chance you break me as a human. So like... <laughs> You got to think, good. what's that worth to you? What's that worth to you? That's pretty good. All right, that's it. We can't wait. Uh, so next week, we'll start the shows by just talking about how our fantasy teams did, which may be a longer section now. We're in so many leagues. And then, I mean, that's it. That's going to be the flows. We'll do a quick recap of last week's picks, odds, and 5 by 5s um, mm-hmm. We're getting back in the flow. This one, a little longer for just an intro one, but we'll, we'll figure it yeah. out. I mean, we got to get our cadence going on uh, how long we have to really talk about anything. Because we did talk, I think we talked more about um, picks that we had in the games that we shared than we usually do. Because, you know, it's the beginning of the season. It's you got stuff exciting. to say. You're it's eating time. Exciting. And then you're like, damn. Football's back, I think we guys. talk about like two of them normally. And we talked about like eight this football's week. Football's so. back. That is right. I guess that's what we do. But football's back. But, all right. Yeah, that's all, exciting. folks. Um Again, find us at Not A Comp Podcast on Twitter. Um, we're your hosts, Sean Brady and Mario Adamo Jr. Eat your veggies, kids. Peace. <laughs>